this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party boarded their submarine and set off for the Northern Island. We're now three days into their trip, and things have been fairly quiet so far. Just earlier today, the crew headed down to the lower deck to examine a possible method for Kit to get in and out of the sub from underneath the water. Bria had just figured out that this tube system that Sniv found was actually a weapons delivery system when Glorp Mirko's voice came over the intercom and warned everyone that, quote, something's coming for us. What is headed for the submarine? Is it friend or foe? And are we going to get to see an Azimar torpedo this episode? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. Oh, exciting. Me. I want to be an Asimar torpedo. I mean, you all have water breathing, so you could all be right. Asimar. Well, I guess Flick can't be an Asimar torpedo. But the rest of you. Yeah. I I'll stay like inside. Why? In Saving it. Wow. That was all four of you talking at the same time. We're all excited. I didn't say anything. Oh, fair enough. I was uh, just watching it happen. <laughs> it was amazing. Kit, what? Oh, I was just saying we're all excited. But before that, I was saying I have a very specific image in my mind, but I'm saving it in case it actually happens. I can't wait. How we doing? I know we're, I know we're, this is that weirdness where like, we want to banter, but also something ladder hangery happened at the end of last episode, which for y'all listeners was a week ago. And for us was 19 minutes, mm-hmm. but we're I'm I mean, determined to give us a couple of minutes of chat. So I mean, I could, I could talk about my books. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's just now what we talked about. Talk about, about my book. It, was, it was our TV shows for a while and yeah. we've done books for, I feel like we should, what is, what's another fun, we can't do like concerts, ain't nobody going to concerts yet no well any new music is anyone listening to new music perhaps oh i love ragtime time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no you no in fact i have nerds. not but has anyone else <laughs> no none I... of us have okay uh... <laughs> this is going well um... i i do have a um thing to mention about the last episode oh sure at the very beginning of it because we kind of moved on past it and so my joke didn't fit there so i'm gonna just put my joke in here um and karen is gonna be the only person to appreciate this that when bizdira hit us all on the back of the head and chose the order as in survivor it was very telling of where her alliances lie so anyways i'm voting bizdira off this week wait 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 Wait, yes. wait, wait, and wait. Okay. Before we have any commentary on on the substance of that, I, 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 did you wait a week to make a survivor joke okay, to first us? First of all, as was previously mentioned, I waited 20 minutes, an hour yeah, and 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah, okay. But for everyone else, yes, I did, and I'm proud of it, and um, you can't bring me down. <laughs> I, have, I have a question. I have a funny story about that. Yeah. Are you yeah. surprised that you were the first one that I picked to smack across the back no, of the head? No, not not at all. The okay. order that you picked was the order that was expected. Mm-hmm. It just made it really clear where your alliances lie. I knew that I was last on the pecking order and I was the next one you were going to try to vote off the island. And so I'm I'm coming for you. That's all I'm going to say. I, I didn't realize we got to vote anyone off the island because... Perfect time to I, interrupt. Yeah. You know what? That reminds... What, what's amazing is is that uh, I have asked you all for a banter topic and you've picked the one that will get me to start the game as quickly as possible. Let's dive in. Wow. Did you do that sound yourself? You monster. <laughs> you traitor. <laughs> 
All right. So Burko has just oh, yelled over really the intercom. Oh, he's really doing it. Wow, okay. That something is... Yeah, no, I wasn't kidding. We got shit to do. You got to get to the Northern Island. You're so mad uh, at us for taking so long the last episode. You're so mad. <laughs> I'm sorry about the plant, okay? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'll never regret that. No, you're not. Uh, So Burko has just warned you all that uh, something is coming towards the sub. There is no... Oh my god, so many theater references in the first (laughs) six minutes. (laughs) Is there any way to view out of this submarine down here? Not from down there. You'd have to go back up to the to the bridge. I'm rushing biz, up. Yeah, I was gonna say biz is fast. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you. I mean, it's biz is fast. It's not far enough away that her increased speed is gonna give her that much of an edge. I'm gonna like, stay like, down no, me here. First, me first. I, I feel like she's just gonna climb into one of the tubes and be like, "All right, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready." <laughs> I do. I want to stay down here because I want to be prepared to fight something. Because all right, I, I know so what's you coming. can you can stay down here. Bizdeer is staying down there, and Flick and Kit and Sniv is coming with you. Are all headed up to the bridge. So the three of you, uh, Flick and Kit and Sniv, when you get to the bridge, uh, Mirko is there just pointing. And can I have all three of you, and by that I mean you two, make uh, la 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 intelligence nature checks, please. Flick. It's a 12. I think that's like the third 12 I've rolled today. That's a lot of 12s. Kit? 21. Okay. Kit, you immediately recognize this creature and the shape of it even that far out as a hydra. Uh, a multi-headed aquatic s- snake reptile oh, thing. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck. 21. It's, it's being weird. I don't like it's that. It's not, yeah. It's not, it's definitely not, you can tell, not making a beeline for the sub. Mirko is correct. It is coming towards the sub. It is not making a beeline for it. It's sort of making a hydro line. <laughs> Boo. <sighs> Next campaign, you're a bard. Like, how is that not a thing? <laughs> Next campaign. I saw a cartoon of, like, a whole party of bards, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no, keep going so it's sort of doing these weird underwater acrobatics as it comes towards the submarine. It's like, it's not a dance exactly, but it's it's almost kind of, I mean, it's terrifying and, and actually sort of upsetting with all its necks, but it's like, it's doing something weird. As it, it comes tr- for you all. Is it trying to mate with the manta ray submarine? You're, in, you're getting ready to be a Azimar torpedo. Wait, I have <laughs> a question. I'm just curious. I have yes, a question before Bria, you... who is also getting ready down there. Before you put... I've been raising my hand and you have been ignoring me. Excuse I me. I didn't see you. Um, I want to know if, from what I know about the mechanics of these torpedoes, if we can load them in there and have them pre-loaded, ready to go. Oh, oh yeah. The firing system, you you would have pieced this together. I don't think I said this, but like the firing system was that, was that defense station upstairs on the bridge that mm-hmm. Sniv pointed out. So you can go ahead and load them and they'll be ready. The trick is if you need to keep, like if you need more shots than two, mm-hmm. someone will have to be down there to reload. Okay. But yeah, you can load them up whenever you want and they'll, that one will stay in the, in the chamber as it were until it's fired. Okay, so I'm going to load at least one if we want to leave the other open potentially for Bizdira, that's fine. I just Okay. They're running away, and I am panicking, so I'm going to load one in. Go ahead and make me uh, a strength athletics check, because those uh, those weird mechanical ballistas, the torpedoes, are kind of heavy. I knew oh, you were going to ask for strength. Okay, Amber. you take advantage, since Vizier is helping you. Great. It's a 17. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The two of you can get that loaded in, no problem. You close up the hatch, it's all set. The other one is waiting for Bizdira. So that's what's going on down there as you all are like, I don't know what it is, but it's probably going to try and kill us. Uh, <laughs> I know I crit failed. <laughs> yeah. The um, 
The three of you are, I guess there's four of you now, up on the bridge. Just this thing is continuing to approach the sub with its weird little acrobatics. It's a little bit closer now and you can all see it clearly. It was sort of a dark silhouette. It was far enough away for a while. Uh, Marco had just clocked it. There is a little uh, like sonar station. Uh, and that's where Mark Mirko had magical sonar, because whatever. Uh, that's where Mirko had seen it coming towards the sub. Now it's close enough that you can all see it more clearly. Kit, give me uh, a wisdom insight check with advantage. Flick, give me one uh, normally, please. Kit. Uh, a 14. Uh, Flick, what'd you get? An 18. Flick, you watch this thing dance and, and gymnast and, and, you know, swim about. And I don't know if you heard Bizdira or what, but you are, in fact, pretty sure that this Hydra <laughs> is doing a mating dance for your <laughs> ship right now. Yes! <laughs> um, Flick will, um, turn... <laughs> I think I'm gonna. T- I think I'm gonna tell Mirko to slow down and let's veer off to the side. Let's try and go around it. No. Oh, hilarious. Okay. You're great. gonna expose um, your. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Nope. <laughs> that was everything. Yeah. So, uh, so you can you can tell Mirko. That. Do you tell Mirko why? Like, do you say even if not over the intercom? Like, do you? What do you yeah. say? <laughs> I will, I will say, I will say, like, it, is it trying to, and, like, I'll kind of, like, bring Kit closer together and bring both of them and be, like, is it trying to mate with the ship? Oh, good. I feel like all of our eyeballs get five times as big. We're like, oh, what? no. Um, Kit, with your nature role, you know, you are, as soon as he says it, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's exactly what it's doing. <laughs> you also would know, though, there is seemingly no reason, no natural reason, I should say, that a Hydra would want to mate with a manta ray, even if this Hydra had mistaken this for a living creature. What does yeah. Kit know Wait, about? I am talking to Kit. Hold I on. know, but it's part of this conversation. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. Jeez, you all interrupt her so often, I always assume that... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does Kit know about the mating rituals of Hydra? Is it like a, they're going to chop your head off at, at the end, or...? Um, no. No. Uh, it's not it's, a praying I mean, mantis. Right. <laughs> It's athletic, but the ship could probably handle it. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Since yeah. Alex is a good The ship would probably us. be okay. Do, do we have some sort of propeller on the back of the ship that could cause No, remember, remember I said offhand, oh, which now right. makes it true, that the, the, <laughs> the, the wings, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Can we can we manipulate the flaps to, like, beat it off? <laughs> not not <laughs> 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 All right. All right. You like slap it away. Okay. It's not better. It's not better. That's the worst it's been, I think. You just said. I'm sorry. Not since you on titties. Has a blooper been this hilarious? Blooper, no, this is definitely part of the content. How dare you even think about removing that? Uh, so, I'm in um, so much pain. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't realize that it would have been at the time, but it. it <laughs> 
shit here. <laughs> Kit? Um, what were you going to tell me about the Hydra before everything took a turn? Yep. I was going to tell you uh, a few things. One, it's very weird that this Hydra is doing a mating dance for a manta ray, even if it thinks it's a, is a, a, a biological thing and not a, a metal submarine. Um, I was also going to tell you, actually, uh, that after it was brought up, that in fact the uh, mating rituals of the Hydra probably wouldn't destroy your ship. And third, uh, that as Mirko begins to turn the sub uh, to go around the approaching Hydra, you see the Hydra just reorient on the ship in its new direction. Okay, so I guess I'll communicate all of that to the people around me. Like, I don't know. Um, I still don't have any no, idea. No idea. And over the, over the, uh, over the speaker, I'll say, nothing to worry about, ladies. Things might get a little bumpy, but let's see if we can avoid it. <laughs> a little bumpy. Is there any way that we can electrify the ship so that it tries to touch the ship and just kind of like gets so, a zap? No, because I think we if we can, we have no opinion on this, Biz. So. You are so no. opinionated for being yeah. able to launch yourselves out of torpedo, too. Me as a human oh is God. opinionated. Yeah, that's fair. The is fair. halfway in a tube. Can oh I roll Arcana, um, please? Uh, <laughs> Sure. To what end? Well, if I think it's weird that it's acting this way, like, why would it make sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a manta ray? I, I'm curious if there's anything magical going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's not going to get me anything. Does that need to a 13. <laughs> right. What'd you get, Kit? Uh, a 13. Here's what a 13 will get you. It could be magical, but if it's, uh, not but, if it is magical, it's powerful magic because it would probably have to be at the very least like some sort of enchantment spell that could affect a Hydra. And you know, I mean, you, between you and, and, and your friend's magic, you know that in order to affect creatures that are not humanoids with enchant, with like charm and dominate spells, it's it's a lot of power that is required. Um, the other, the only other, uh, yeah, so that's what you know about it in terms of, like, it could be magical, it would be powerful magic, which you can sort of take as you will. Well, is there anything else with, like, my insight, or slash I also have proficiency in perception? Is there anything else that I see? Like... Oh, that's interesting. Uh, give me... Go ahead and make me a, a wisdom perception check, uh, Flake. You got 18 on your insight, right? Yeah, 18 on insight, and this perception is gonna be a 20 adjusted. You notice on one of the Hydra's claws, um, you can't... It's, Again, the the creature is at this point still too far away from the ship to see it clearly, but something shiny sort of glints in the light that the submarine is sort of emitting to light your way underwater. Something shiny or glinty, reflective, is on the um, Hydra's claw. I will point that out to Kit and see if she also sees it, but I I also don't... I I will also suggest, like, do we want to get any closer to this thing? I really... I mean, (laughs) I, I don't think I do but it does seem that something is affecting this thing in a way that is not normal, right? Yeah, I agree with that. I'm nervous to get close to it, and part of me feels like if we take off whatever enchantment is or whatever is controlling it, that then we're going to get in a fight, and that might be the worst of the two paths we have right now. <laughs> right, right. 
I mean, it just it, it just reoriented, right? It didn't get any closer to us as we tried to go around it. I mean, it's always, like, its little dance, its little mating dance is bringing it closer to you, and you going around it didn't stop that progress, but it, it didn't, you know, it's not, like, rushing you. <laughs> yes? I just want to, I just want to, I don't want to fight a hydro right now, let alone one that is, in fact, um, in heat, if you will. Um... <laughs> I <laughs> think I will. Yeah. <laughs> Hydra uh, and heat is what you can call it. Ooh. <laughs> I will say I will grab the speaker. Say, oh no, God, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to worry you all. I don't want. I don't want to. Well, <laughs> as Kit said, nothing to be alarmed about. I don't I'm think. Alarmed. I'm, a, I'm alarmed. <laughs> I'm already alarmed. Um, I think you ladies should probably come up to this level. Okay, I'll go. I'm Bazira will just start running because that makes her feel super uncomfortable. Great. I, for what it's worth, you two, you do have one torpedo loaded. So worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you two can get up there. You see now this, it's, I mean, it's mesmerizing. It's terrifying, but it's mesmerizing. This thing is, its heads are swimming in and out of each other and it's sort of spinning in circles. It's, it's impressive. Do we go around? I think we just, yes, I think we go around it and just keep going and ignore it. I think it's going to follow us. I know, I'm afraid it's going to follow us. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we need to deal with it. Um, can, I, can I try to take a closer look at the um, shiny, glinty thingy? Uh, sure. Not that my perception's any much better. Yeah. You could no. crit. Or, or no, not. It was a six. Okay, so uh, you have a couple of things at your disposal, because it does, as you continue to try and go around it, 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 becomes, it quickly becomes clear that it is very interested in you. Uh, and is going to follow. So, a few things that you have at your disposal. Uh, obviously, you know you have the you have the torpedo, um, and and for what it's worth, the the defense station. Now that you know what it's connected to, basically allows you to independently control the eye stalks uh, to aim the torpedo. So it's not you know you don't have to get the whole sh- sub turned because uh, we can do magic. So why not? Uh, so those those can turn and be aimed. The ship actually does have. You've got to stop guessing all the things that Robert wrote. The ship actually, or the submarine does actually have a way that you can electrocute the hull, uh, in case anything, like, grabs you or touches you in a, in a way, in an appropriate way. Uh, <laughs> Built-in taser. Yes. Uh, what can I say? Uh, so so those we, are available to you as well. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't we just activate that, and if it tries to mount, then... And attack. Then, then we... We go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other. D- hold on one second, Ms. Deer, because I think Kid had something on the last point. Uh, no, I had. I had. Oh, I'm sorry. Thought. Oh, so okay. I can wait. I am. I am in very intrigued by shiny, glinty thingies. Um, how large is the Hydra? It's hard to tell because, like, there's not a lot of like, um, like distance and perspective mm-hmm. markers underground here. You're pretty sure that it isn't, you know, six inches tall. Right. So you do your best to try and like judge distance, and when you finally do, you can't imagine that this thing is any less than like from he- from like longest head to end of tail. It can't possibly be less than twenty feet. So in D and D terms, it's a huge creature. It's a huge creature. Yeah. So here's here's my brain going through different things. A does Flick's broom work underwater? Um, <laughs> it has a fly not, speed, not a swim but, speed, but sure. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it would go great, but it, I mean, yeah. you could use it to propel. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I was thinking. And secondly, like I keep imagining like Biz getting shot out of the torpedo. And just, like, using that kind of as, like, a propel to get back more than anything. But, like, going up, looking at the claw, and getting out 
without being seen, which I know is probably not necessarily possible. I have invisibility. That's fair. That's fair. Um, before we decide to leave the the <laughs> ship, um, yeah. did we did we get a closer look at what that shiny thing was? Do we have a better idea? No, it's just no. there. I mean, it does continue. This hydra continues to get closer to you, so eventually, whatever it is, will be in full view. But that might be a little later than you all are hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I, my instinct is to like just keep moving. I feel like worst case is it does its thing and then it leaves us alone because it's happy afterwards. <laughs> I, I think I think you're probably right. It's either we just gotta face it and hope it that it leaves us alone afterwards. I don't think that we're getting away from it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, or one of us can swim up to it and try to remove whatever we think this magical glinty thing is. But then there's gonna be an angry hydra and maybe, one of us maybe in the it, water. I Listen. just want to turn into a kid- killer whale. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> okay. My thought process is it's more of like the elephant with the thorn and the mouse like pulls it out and they become friends. Like that's kind of my where my brain I is going. That. But I'm. I guess I'm in an optimistic mood today. I don't know. <laughs> um, that being said, <laughs> being I, said. I'm not super excited at the prospect of letting a horny Hydra have its way with us, um, even if we are in a metallic ship. Well, circumstances I... being what they are, Mirko is turning <laughs> the ship, so and it's following us still. Oh, what yeah. are we doing oh, yeah. now? Like, I think now, like now that we've had like a moment to sort of discuss our options, like. What, what are we doing now? I would personally like to keep going around it and see if it follows us. Because if it follows us, I think our path is very clear. We have to probably deal with it, right? Well, I'm going to shortcut that and say you continue to try and go around it and it continues to follow you. Love. So we can either fight it or we can let it um, do what it wants to do. <laughs> I will say that with your 21 nature, now that this mating ritual has been pointed out to you, there would be certain sort of expected responses on y'all's part. I feel disturbed. <laughs> I'll I'll tell them. I'll say, don't think we're going to get away with that one. (laughs) That was a terrible way to phrase what I was trying to say, which is, as part of the mating dance, there would be expected responses to that as, like, part of the courtship ritual. So then if we're not doing those things, maybe it will leave us alone. Let's electrocute this ship, and if it tries to touch us, okay, it's electrocuted, we'll have both torpedoes ready. All right. It'll be close. Then we can attack. I don't think we should send anybody out there. Okay. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going out there. Absolutely. All right. So you all can, uh, you all can, uh, it's, it's, you know, you electrify the ship and basically, uh, the way that it works is that it stays on for up to a minute until something causes it to discharge. Uh, it takes an action to activate. It stays on around the ship for up to a minute, uh, until something causes it to discharge. If something touches the outside of the ship, they can we make wait constitution till it's saving a little throw. closer then? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, They'll make a constitution saving throw or take 3d10, uh, lightning damage. Uh, half on a save is how is the mechanics of that. Should Kit and I be ready down in the torpedo tubes to be jettisoned out in case of emergency? Because especially I, if she, I think let us let's see what the response yeah. is, and then I don't think it's very far to get down there. Right? It takes like we can what, have 15 someone down seconds. there to load the other torpedo. If you guys want to be down, there, like have the torpedoes ready first, maybe. Well, I don't. Well, okay. So if Kit wants to turn into a giant whale. 
part killer whale. I'm super on board with that, and I'm also super on board with like riding her into battle. Because oh, 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 oh. um, oh, I think that you, that's awesome. The next time you get a feat, you have to take mounted combatant, and then you and Kid are unstoppable. Apparently, yes. <laughs> yeah, you all can be down there and, and ready if you if you want. Is that a thing that you want? Sure, great. I would, you weren't even asking me, but I love that plan. <laughs> So Flick and I are staying up here then. Okay, so we can and then launch I, it I have not got a, gotten a yes out of Kit yet for going yeah. back downstairs. Yeah, it's fine with me, I guess, okay. as long as I've told I'm... them everything I know about this. Well, and right. yeah, and remember, there is an intercom horn in the torpedo room, so you also can communicate back up okay. from there. Um, you just can't see. Right. Can't I think that's the, the only FOMO that I'm feeling on this, mm. but I'm I'm ready to be Okay. All right, so you two head down there. Ready to Get go. yourselves ready. Yeah, get yourselves ready in there. The the Hydra uh, has now sort of made its way much, much closer to the ship. So those of you up on the bridge can see that this thing on its claw is some sort of a ring. It's a silver ring of some sort. Um, and it's dancing, and it does something. And now that you all understand what is happening, you sort of, you can watch and, like, gauge reactions. So you see it does a thing, and then it just sort of floats still for a moment as if and sort of looks at you all and is like waiting for a response and when one doesn't come it like swims a little closer and does the weird thing again and then it swims and nothing happens they're all shaking their heads at me and it Hold gets a little fast. bit closer <laughs> I am just the- loving this <laughs> it's right next to the hull of the of the submarine at this point and it does the little thing and it looks and it's it's one of the eyes of one of the heads is like six inches from the cockpit glass and when nothing happens the hydra goes to like hip check the sub <laughs> and we have activated the electric thing and we Correct. have act failed its constitution saving throw so would someone like to roll 3d uh, 10 electric da- lightning damage not me i started this i'll do it <laughs> oh it's a lot um that <laughs> is good. uh 22 Okay, so this thing uh, gets zapped by a not insignificant amount of lightning. It roars, swipes at the sub, and we roll initiative. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, happy Pride! It should come as no surprise that we here at TLR know that queer and trans rights are human rights, gender is not a binary, and that the first Pride was a riot. Enjoy this month of celebration, be proud, be happy, and honor our queer forebears for all that they've done for us. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be neat. There's another one I can't believe we haven't used in almost 190 episodes. It would be neat if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. You know what else works that way? I'm sure you do, because I tell you this every week, but telling your friends word of mouth. If you've got friends that enjoy D&D, enjoy podcasts, or, or enjoy happiness, I guess. (laughs) Why don't you recommend our show? See what they think of it. Next up, as usual, our quick message about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dnd last refuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if that's not enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program and a list of all of the Patreons that we're supporting can be found, uh, well, on our Patreon page. 
Right now, though, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Max the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Day and Mercado Etheridge, and Aaron Stevens. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media. Okay, that's all we've got for you this week. As some of you may have realized, we are just over a month out from our fourth anniversary. We're still very much in the planning phases, but we'll be sure and let you all know what our plans are for this July. Or, yes, that's right, I said or. Enjoy it. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. Okay, Bria, what'd you get? A six. (laughs) Flick, what'd you get? A 17. Kit, what'd you get? A 13. Bizdira, what'd you get? A 10. Okay, so we are in initiative. This thing has has roared underwater, has gotten lightning, lightninged, that's not a verb, uh, and is looking <laughs> angry. Flick, you are up first. You have a few options. You can try and get out of the ship and play some hand-to-hand. You can breathe out there, so that's a possibility. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be great, you don't have a swim speed, but you know, it's possible. Uh, you could go over to the controls for the torpedo thingies. There are actually two sets of controls because you can move use them individually. Um, or uh, if there's something else you want to get creative with, you certainly could do that as well. So the ship electricity recharges, so you could also use an action to activate that again if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Question, I can't cast a spell 
like, could I cast, like, Shatter? It says at a, a point within range. Yeah, I mean, there's some debate about that, uh, about whether or not uh, transparent walls block uh, spells from passing through them. This is going to be way more interesting if I say it doesn't. So this particular submarine, this is not a blanket, a blanket ruling, this submarine's magical cockpit dome allows for spells to be cast through it. Great. Um, then I'm just going to uh, play a little tune on my flute and uh, shatter... Uh, the oh. the Hydra, I believe. Shatter it. Constitution save, yeah? It is. How is a non-natural... No, I'm sorry. Oh, it rolled. It's a 10. Ew. Well, it takes uh, 12 thunder damage. All right. As it does fail. Okay, and there's this... Uh, there is, in fact... Can I get everybody really quickly to make me uh, strength saving throws, please? Bria. Seven. <laughs> Flick. Oh, uh, that's a one. Bizdira. 20 adjusted. Kit. 19. All right, so Kit and Bizdira, who are way down there, yeah, you all, you feel the rock uh, of the shockwave of this spell passing through the water. Uh, The two of you up in the cockpit, though, you you see it coming, and somehow that makes it worse. This shockwave comes through the water, slams up against the submarine, and the two of you fall prone. Uh, Flick and Bria. All right. So still did did the damage. So uh, good work there. But yeah, it looks like things are going to work a little differently underwater sometimes. So you two are prone and we move over to Kit. Uh, sorry, Flick, anything else on your turn? Uh, mm, yes. Bardic Inspiration 2. Who else can I see? Bria. Bria. Bria it is. Bria, you feel bolstered by the music from the flute and we move down to the lower decks with Kit. Of course, I've now remembered a spell that I could have used for that's fine. (laughs) I mean, I guess we can't see it, and I know that we've been hit. (laughs) I'm going to turn to Bizdira and say, tell them to shoot me out the torpedo, and I'm going to dive into the empty torpedo. Yes, (laughs) I'm so happy. Uh, She's going to say right behind you and say it into the the thing. Okay. That's a free So you all, yeah, that's (laughs) fine. So you all up top here through the the intercom system, (laughs) you have been given... Torpedo 2. <laughs> <laughs> that exactly. That exactly. All right. Uh, but, so, Kit, you dive in there and you're what? You're readying actions and such? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, I'm preparing as soon as I hit the water. I would like to prepare my wild shape into a killer whale. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm just going to cut this off at the pass for any rules lawyers that we've got listening. Yes, I'm aware you can't prepare a bonus action. I don't care. This is going to be dope. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is It is now the Hydra's turn, and the Hydra is, well, fairly pissed off. Got five heads, so it's got five attacks. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So the Hydra just starts, like, trying to grab at the submarine wherever it can. Uh, you know, in any way that it can just try to get a piece of it. So let's see. It's a 19 to hit, which I don't think hits the submarine. Does not. But the 26 to hit does. So uh, those of you up on the cockpit, uh, up in the cockpit, you can see uh, as the Hydra, like, clamps down on one of the fins uh, and just sort of holds onto it uh, with one of its heads. Uh, the 21 is going to hit, but the 11 is not. Uh, so it, another head clamps on, and the fifth head also misses with a 16. Wow, those rolls were not great. All right, so you watch as it chews, whoa, as it chews through part of one of the fins, doing a total of 24 
damage to the to the submarine. For what it's worth, the submarine has 300 hit points. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, and it's just sort of going back and forth with its head, trying to trying to tear this knot mate apart. Which brings us over to Bizdira, who is in the uh, tube and is is waiting on the the firing. And I will let you take your turn when you get fired. Uh, yeah. I know whatever you can take a whole turn. I don't care. It's going to be cool. Which brings mm-hmm. us to Bria. Are they both in the same tube? I think so. To be prepared I, can to we be? together? I mean, you could certainly try to be. The other tube has a torpedo in it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I just didn't know if Bazdira was going to wait a turn until Kit was gone. Oh. Or if they were going to go together. But if we can go together... Then you um, can be holding I assumed that you were going together and was going to reveal when you went that it was going to be rather unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's not really room for the both of you in there, particularly not uh, if Kit is going to be very delicate with the timing of her wild shape, but it's possible. Um, or you can, you know, choose something else, Vizira. So if you want to choose something else, you can take your turn. I mean, I'll, I'll let Kit weigh in on this because I, like, what I want to do is basically grab onto you so that I have a ride over to the Hydra so I can punch it a bunch and kick it. But you tell me if you're comfortable with that or if you'd rather me come second. No, I was for sure imagining I hopped in, you were like, I'm coming too. And now you're like holding on to my back. And yeah. you're like, okay, great. Because that's exactly what I pictured. That's exactly okay. what I pictured. Fantastic. All right. Okay. That's what we're doing. Okay. Amazing. So, Bria, we are on to your turn. So, can I get up and launch it? Yeah. Uh, getting up from prone is only half of your move. To launch the torpedo is an action. That's what uh, I'm going well, to do. Well, to aim and launch the torpedo, I should say. So, you want to aim it, presumably, at the Hydra. I do. That's what I want to do. You watch as you move one of the eye stalks, the torpedo poles or whatever to get in position and you watch as this poor Hydra is still holding out some hope and sees the tube start to move and it's like, oh, is it gonna mate with me? Nope. Nope. No, it is not. No, it is not. Okay, so you blast that out. I need the two of you in the tube before anything happens to make me constitution savings, please. Oh, no. Uh-oh, Vizdira? I mean, I got a 15. Great, kid. I got a four. <laughs> oh. All right, so Kit. Oh, that could have been worse. Uh, so Kit, you take seven bludgeoning damage as like the two of you crammed in there, and then you wild shaping like it all. You just sort of get bounced around in a really <laughs> unpleasant way because because this is a magical torpedo firing system. You all leave that tube at quite the speed too, uh, so it is not a pleasant experience. You take uh, you take what did I say? Seven bludgeoning, Kit. But now, Kit, uh, you, since you were higher in the initiative, you can have your full turn. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, that actually this you all waited till the hydra was right tf there so uh i think it i think it fires you far enough that you can get right up to the hydra on your turn i'm gonna bite it yeah so wait hold on you've got to describe what this looks like when kit comes out of the tube and wild i mean it's gonna be dope right yeah i was i was definitely imagining like because we've got the whatever the velocity from the torpedo so i'm imagining we like go out of it and then you see Kit kind of like spiraling in the like in the water. You know, I'm trying to demonstrate. No one I'm can see it. it. I don't know why I'm, I'm bothering. Um, so she's like spinning through the water, and then slowly you see her start to change. And also you have Bizdira hanging onto her back, and then like through the spiral and the like whirlwind or like whirlpool that's following, you just see like 
a whale come through, and it's very yes. cool. Did <laughs> you see Bizdera just like? <laughs> yeah, I knew there was gonna be a lasso. Biz I knew there was gonna a be a lasso. Arm. I love it. Yeah. I, I love love also, it. I also imagine because we always say that your wild shapes have like similar traits. I I just imagine it has like a little itty bitty like tuft of red hair like near <laughs> near where its head should be. That's everything. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. That's I what Biz is hanging green on eyes, to. But yeah. <laughs> Biz has a handful of it. As she's yeah. lassoing her arm. Right That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, so you go and you're there and you can bite it. Mm, I rolled so badly. Oh no! <laughs> How, How badly? Uh, oh, a ten. I know it's not going to hit a oh, hydra. Yeah, no, that's not not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. All right. Uh, and the killer whale just has the one attack. Unfortunately. All right. That's okay. All right. So you're there though, and you have a swim speed, and you've got all of that. So you're out there, and you chomp, but this thing moves out of the way. Bizdira, let's go ahead and take your turn. So. I have a new ability. Oh, gods. If you haven't figured it out yet, they leveled to 11. Yes. But we took so long to get off the dock that we're foregoing the 11th level (laughs) level up montage this time. So basically, what she wants to do is, as Kit is going towards him, um, she's going to kind of put her hands out, but she's kind of, like, unsteady. So instead of doing the Iron Man hands, her hands are going to go more into, like, a cup like a bowl like she's holding a ball and she's gonna do something she's like oh cool and basically this globe is gonna fly out and she's gonna focus on a spot that is it's a it's a 20 foot radius but she wants to make sure it doesn't hit kit or the ship and fucking fireball what are you doing no it's called searing sunburst and the hydra needs to make a con save all the con saves for this hydra 23 well, fine. So she's going to be like, well, that was cool, but it didn't work. But it was... <laughs> but it was dope. Um, it was very cool, though. And you all from inside the sub just see this, like, mini Nova. Just... Mm-hmm. But can I can I make a move? Oh, yeah, you can move. Uh, okay. You don't have a swim speed, do you? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. It just means you're going to... Everything is going to be at half speed. Okay. So what she wants to do is she wants to, like, get up and kick off of... Kit's back to basically jump onto the Hydra's back. Oh, interesting. I'll take acrobatics. I'm going to have to have them at disadvantage here under the water. Okay. But also it's a great big Hydra. So, you know, its back is a generous amount of space. Yes. Acrobatics? Yes, please. That is a 24. Oh, shit. You get right with disadvantage? With disadvantage. I rolled a 17 and a 19. You were meant to get on this Hydra. All right. So you were there and you are ready. Uh, I am ready to punch the shit out of it. All right. Fantastic. Bria, you fired, aimed and fired the torpedo, which brings us back to the top of the round and flick. What a combat this is already. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I have a question. Does the uh, telecommunication system also go outwards? Can I speak to that? Uh, interesting. Because that affects what I'm going to do. Do we know that? Sh- sure. Why not? There cool. is there actually. So no, it doesn't. But there is another one that's only on the bridge. There is another speaker. Uh, another like silver. This one's more silver looking. 
horn uh-huh. on the bridge, and that one does broadcast outside of the submarine. And you said it will take an action to re-up the electricity? Uh, yes, it would take an action to reactivate the electricity, yeah. Okay, all of that is good to know. I think I'm going to use my action to re-up the electricity, because I have a feeling this thing's going to try and touch the ship again. Okay. Um, and then... So you all see the crackle, and you two that are outside, for what it's worth, you also can see this thing, the ship charge up, uh, and, you know, you get the sense that maybe you shouldn't try and get back into the torpedo tube when that's active. <laughs> uh, what else, Flick? Anything on your turn? Bonus action or move? Uh, I can see them, right? I can see our friends yeah. live now. Yeah, you can. It's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, so really I think is. I'm going to give Bardic Inspiration to Kit. Hooray! Thank you! <laughs> I imagine, because she has to be able to hear you, so I imagine Flick just goes over and shoves the flute in that like horn and just plays <laughs> into it. That's, that's why I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, really good, really good. All right, that brings us over to Kit, who is now inspired in her whale form. Excellent. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to try to bite it again, because that's what I got to do. But I would Absolutely. like to, if I can see it, I'd like to bite where I see that shiny, supposedly magical thing that we're suspicious of. Interesting. Yeah, I will. Uh, so again, I don't, can't remember if we've done this on this show or not. Um, but like, called shots are a weird thing in D&D. They don't really exist, but I think they're sort of fun. So what I'll do is... I will increase, I will have a higher tier AC for you to hit that spot, uh, but it's normal AC will still apply just to do damage in a generalized location. Okay, perfect. I love that. All right. Ooh, oh, that was not much better than last time. Did you use your bardic inspiration? Yeah. I, I'm trying to <laughs> make an educated guess about how yeah. high I think this thing's AC is. What did you get in your last roll? A 10. Oh, no. I don't think you even managed to get teeth on it to feel its natural armor, so I really can't give you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to hold I'm going to hold it. I don't I don't think it's going to be high enough. Um, okay. so that means I got a 14, which maybe will get me a little closer to knowing. You get your teeth on it and you feel that if you had put just the tiniest bit more no. pressure you would have been able to pierce its tough natural armor. Well, now but I now know. You know. That's right. Now, now you know. I know. Now you know. All right. So Kit is just sizing up her opponent <laughs> bit by bit. She likes to get the measure of it before she really goes in for the bite. Uh, it is anything else, Kit, on your turn? Nope. That's it. All right. It is the Hydra's turn, and the Hydra now still has five heads, but now has lots of other things to attack. Uh, so, so it's going to start by sending one head at the whale that keeps trying to attack it, and that head gets tied up in a knot trying to get underneath the creep the hydra's body to get at the whale so that head sort of gets knocked around and crit fails uh the another head tries to turn backwards and grab at the creature that is now riding on the hydra's <laughs> back that would be you Vistira. Yeah. and that one is an 18 to hit that will hit and it will do oh it only does six piercing damage as it bites as it sort of grazes your leg Cool. And then I think the other three heads are just really very angry at this ship. Mm-hmm. At least for now. This Hydra does because not have a some good the... sense of consent. <laughs> no, it does not. It's an animal! <laughs> just it's the say. only reason that any of this is okay, by the way, is because it is an animal. <laughs> uh, okay, that is a non-natural 20, another natural one, which means I think one of the heads is not going to get a turn next round. Uh, and a 27 to hit, so two does hits. Does it take... 
lightning damage? It's going to make a constitution save. I needed to make sure that it actually made contact with the ship first. <laughs> it fails its con save again. So, uh, Flick, you activated it. You can roll me 3d10 lightning. Uh, and it's going to roll its damage on the ship as it bites but does get shocked. Let's see, that's uh, 1626 more damage. And Flick, what was the damage on the lightning? Uh, it was a 1, a 10, and an 8. So a 19. 1, 10, 8, 19. All right. I was worried there for a second, but we made up for it. All right. It screeches again. Hey, Bizdira, make me a constitution saving throw, please. That's a six. Okay. You take nine lightning damage because you're in the water with a creature that just got shocked and you're riding it. Yes. That helps me. That's the Hydra. And Bizir is now shocked and probably pissed. And also it's her turn. It's like, should I set off my radiant consumption? Probably not. Okay. So (laughs) uh, I'm going to uh, key point for four attacks. Punching the shit out of this thing. The lowest is going to be... I do have... I think I have bad news for you before you say anything. Okay. Yeah, you're underwater and you're not using a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident, which means all of your attacks have disadvantage. If I use my dagger, will that discount it? It will, but remember, you can't use your dagger on any of your bonus action attacks. Those have to be uh, unarmed strikes. Okay, so... But your first two can be... My first two can be the dagger, and then Mm -hmm. the next two are going to be with disadvantage? Correct, yes. Um, Which is a weird rule. The idea behind it is basically, if it does piercing damage, Mm -hmm. it, like, doesn't get slowed down by the water. Right. But anything else would be harder to, to, like, swing or deal with. Okay, so I get two dagger hits... Uh, so that's gonna be a unarmed strike. It's gonna be an 11. That one misses. And I rolled two sixes. <laughs> oh. And a 13. Doesn't, neither of your, of your punches hit, but you, I mean, basically, the dagger strikes, you just, like, set the dagger on the thing's back and, like, pound it into the thing. <laughs> like, it's hard to miss, I guess. <laughs> um. Uh-oh. Nine points of, uh... <laughs> Okay. Stabby damage. Stabby, stabby. All right. So, Bizdira, going to town. Bria, we're up to you. How do we feel about chromatic orb? Yeah. Flick's like, sure. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do that. Great. What kind of damage? You know what? Lightning seems to be working, so my instinct is lightning. Lightning is also hitting Bizdira. <laughs> okay, fine. She oh said my what she God. said. <laughs> I'd skip my turn. No. <laughs> lightning travels in water. Very well. Fine. I am going to do fire. Fire, yeah. It's going to go out immediately upon hitting the water right now. God damn it. Everything Acid. fully submerged in water has resistance to fire damage, but, you know, live your life. Acid. Acid. <laughs> I was like, necrotic something. <laughs> Just something. something. I don't think, I don't think chromatic orb can do necrotic. No, yeah. I can be thunder, but I think that might affect the girls. So acid damage it acid is. Acid damage it is. Roll of that spell. She's going to miss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to cast spells, guys. I don't. Know it's your intelligence modifier plus your proficiency bonus. She's at, like, do I, I get my sneak? <laughs> oh I my was g- god! What the <laughs> listeners don't know is that he cut out me coming up with five different plans before now, this now, moment. Now, now, there were two other plans before this one. <laughs> it took 20 minutes. We've been here for 20 minutes. <laughs> and this is I all after going... on the chat, on the Zoom, I said, what are you going to do to hit this thing? <laughs> I said the torpedo, but then he said it could hurt the girls. I know, and, oh I know. Oh my God. 
I was gonna make try my bestest to end this combat before the end of this episode, but you crit failing on that. We have to carry it over. That's where we're gonna leave it this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. My crit fail brought this thing into the world, and my crit fail will bring it out of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's wild episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to to find out, I I don't know, what happens with this poor, horny Hydra. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N. D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have Kit Bria and Flick. I hope it baby gravy, baby. Alright, three, two, one, clap. Here we go. Three, two. Did did we get room tone?